Yeah. It's back up in here. Yeah. They trying to stop me. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, aka Poppy de Chocolate, aka Coffee Black, aka Short Time, aka the one that the feds been investigating me. But y'all ain't got nothing on me because I ain't did shit, bitch. And this is how we starting this motherfucking shit off. Fuck, fuck the law, goddammit. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. The dumb way. And we up here chilling in the love loft. I got my homeboys on here. Y'all have heard him before. Uh, y'all have heard them on here before. We got Frank in the building. Hey, what's good? What's good? Hey, and we got Nick in the building. What's going on? We just chilling on this uh, marvelous day. We don't really know what day it is, but we just cooling. Enjoying this festivity. I'm drinking on some new shit. It's called Dough Ball. This is cookie dough flavored whiskey. It's pretty good so far. Oh, my bad. This one. For all y'all at Dough Ball, if y'all want to throw some sponsorship, if y'all want to give a couple cases of y'all product to the first podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm feeling very uh, toxic, a lot of toxicity. I've been listening to a lot of Future, and I've been having a toxic daddy summer. How about y'all, gentlemen? Hey, hey, you know, I'm with this shit. Hell yeah. What about you, Nick? All day, every day. Hey, that's how it should be. That's how it motherfucking should be. But I hope y'all been doing good. The last episode, you know, shout out to... Joker the Bell Bondsman. You know, he came through. We was cooling and shit. If y'all been fucking with BET from back in the day, y'all saw his numerous videos on BET Uncut. You know, he's a shit. He's a BET Uncut legend. You know, that's my homeboy. So I'm glad he was able to physically come through. Because when he was supposed to come through, old bitch-ass Eric threw a party and it couldn't happen. But we ain't dealing with that shit no more. What would y'all gentlemen like to talk about? What's on y'all mind? How's y'all mental health? Oh, my mental health is great, man. You know, dig. one day at a time, you know? I can dig it. What about you, Nick? Shit, mine good. I feel that. Shit, I've been kind of stressed out a little bit. I did therapy on Wednesday. It was it was all right. Just getting my little shit off. A lot of bullshit's going on in this world, you know. Motherfuckers trying to bring me down. A lot of people out there lying on me. As always. But one thing about me is I always got receipts. So I just want to put that out there. For you motherfuckers that want to lie on me, just know I keep a lot of shit. I got my receipts. And my receipts is heavy. I'm just throwing that out there. So yeah. This uh, cookie dough whiskey. It's pretty good. Drinking it with some... I'm not even going to lie to y'all and say it's Diet Coke because that shit generic as fuck because I stay with buying the generic shit because I'm a real motherfucker. 
it's diet right, diet cola, what a diet cola. It don't matter. It comes from Ralph's. Shout out to Kroger though. Fuck Ralph. I know Kroger. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I do. Roe versus Wade, man. These white motherfuckers are telling these women what they can do with their body. What do y'all gentlemen feel about this? Bullshit. Dig. I'm indifferent because the um the Fed, I mean the federal government, they are right with the finding because it's not in the constitution. So they, they did the right thing as far as that, but as far as like people, but I still think they should do whatever they want to. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I, ain't, I ain't got no damn kid. You know what I mean? But what if you get the wrong bitch pregnant and you're like, oh, I don't want to get this bitch no child support. I don't want no connection to her. Abort mission. And it was too late to get a plan B. Take that shit out. I don't give a fuck. So you gonna I mean you gonna take care of the baby and deal with the dumb bitch for the rest of your life? No, I'm with the abortion all day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm with it too. Cause there was bitches I'm day. like, I wanna smash, but if you get pregnant, you you trying to keep the shit and I don't want a baby by your motherfucking ass. But I don't think it's right that these old white motherfuckers to tell women what to do with their body. So for all these old white motherfuckers in Congress and shit that's trying to well not trying, that's making decisions for women. I just want to say, fuck y'all, eat a dick, die slow, y'all buried on this motherfucking podcast. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. That's their body, it's their motherfucking choice. But the good thing is, when y'all get y'all little side hoes pregnant, ain't no abortion. So y'all about to have a whole bunch of uh, illegitimate kids, which y'all already got. Pretty sure y'all wanted to get abortions a long time ago, but you didn't. Stupid as shit. About when uh, a guy wants an abortion, a female going abortion. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's whatever the fuck she wants. That is true. <laughs> she needs to sign on the dotted line that I'm not taking care of this fucking kid. Shit, she's gonna put you on some child support, bro. You got me fucked up. And there's plan A. Man. And since we can, you don't want the abortion, plan B didn't work. Well, we got plan S. That bitch I, down the stairs. I, I forgot who it was. Oh, shit. Damn. Push the bitch down the steps. <laughs> I forgot who it was, but it was like some athlete that he had something saying like, if you get pregnant, you got to get an abortion and shit. He had like the bitch signed the contract before they even like got into the, the you dig. So feel it. Standard I'm, NDA. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Let's get into these shout outs and shit real quick. Knock this shit out the way. Shout out to the United States of America. United Kingdom, Los Angeles, Louisville, Milwaukee, Birmingham, Pontypridd, P-O-N-T-Y-P-R-I-D-D, Tacoma, The Unknown, Ashburn, Bridgeport, Council Grove. Shout out to Council Grove. Y'all knew. Let me know where Council Grove is. God damn it. London, Paducah. Southgate, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Glasgow, Oildale. Shout out to Oildale. Y'all knew. Let me know where Oildale is. Shout out to Switzerland. Shout out to Bex. I think y'all knew. Let me know where Bex is. Shout out to Seattle. Shout out to Finland. Shout out to Denver, Glasgow, Helsinki. Y'all may have popped up before. Let me know where Helsinki is. 
what else? Missouri City, Orlando, Houston, Alexandria, Indianapolis, Corsicana, C O R S I C A N A. Y'all knew. Let me know where that is. Shout out to Detroit. Shout out to Flowwood. Y'all knew. Let me know where Flowwood is. Shout out to Gardena. Let's see who else we got on here. Atlanta. Burbank is on the list. And I already know who is listening in Burbank. It's those cracker-ass, dick-sucking police that keep fucking with me. And I just want to say, fuck y'all, eat a dick. Y'all buried on this podcast. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Sick of you motherfuckers. Well, damn. Shout out to, oh, y'all knew. Mc, shit, man. McDonough M-C-D-O-N-U-G-H. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to, oh, yeah, Baton Rouge. I ain't even write this shit down. I'm just looking at my little, uh, shout out to Dallas. All the screenshots that I took. Uh, we already shouted y'all out. So many shout out to New York. Shout out to everybody in New York that be fucking bitches to Biggie and shit. Cause y'all don't listen to R and B music. Y'all fuck the Biggie. Shout out to Fort Worth. Shout out to Finland. Who else is on here? Shout out to Woodland Hills. I lived out in Woodland Hills once upon a time ago. It was alright out there. I don't even like the valley like that, but. If I found something decent and shit, I might move back, but fuck the valley. Shout out to Macomb, M-A-C-O-M-B. Y'all knew. I appreciate y'all listening. So shout out to all the cities and the countries that be listening. Also, I have to say, I forgot. I should have said this at the beginning of the podcast. Here at the Fresh Podcast, myself, Mr. GQ and my guests, we have absolutely, positively no interest in killing, shooting, or harming anyone. Bury them in the grave is not meant to hurt anyone. It is supposed to give you some sense so you can wake up the next day and not be the stupid punk bitch ass fuck boy or fuck girl that you was the day before. And I know you dick-sucking laws is trying to flip my motherfucking shit around and make it seem like it's some violent shit that I want to kill people with, but bitch, it's not. And if you motherfuckers listen to episode three, bury him in the grave, you would know where the fuck this shit came from. I'm sick of you white motherfuckers trying to switch my shit around and act like I'm doing something that I'm not. Bitch. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. And for all y'all that have been listening to this podcast and was rocking with me for a little while, y'all already know what's up. But these racist white motherfuckers is trying to fuck with me. But I ain't letting these crackers bring me down. Fuck them motherfuckers. R. Kelly got 30 years in prison. What the hell y'all think about that? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) They gave kills, man. 30 years. Yeah. And they, they said that once he gets out, he got to take some little counseling or some shit. But the motherfucker's like 50-something. He got 30 years. He'll be out when he's like 80-something. But that's only in New York. 
he got a trial in Illinois and in Minnesota, so he could potentially get more time or it could all run congruent. I just hope that Kells gets his GED in prison. He can finally learn to read and write. <laughs> the fuck he gonna need that for when he turn 80? Nigga ain't gonna need to read or write for shit. Well, shit. I mean, fuck. He's lived 50 years illiterate. At least he can make some of himself. He has plenty of time to learn to read and write. <laughs> and do what with that? I don't know. Maybe actually spell the lyrics right when he's writing the shit. <laughs> Cause I was like, yo, who the fuck is translating this shit for this motherfucker? They be like, Kels, what the fuck are you trying to spell? Just tell us the shit, and we'll write it down for you. And it wasn't even like no voice text back in the nineties and shit. So it had to be somebody writing that shit for him. He just tell the motherfuckers what he want, and they just writing the shit down. Of course. Yeah, man. But fuck R. Kelly though, man. I don't like motherfuckers that be trying to, what well, don't be, well, be trying to, or actually like be doing shit to children. I don't like that shit. Kells, you make good music and shit, man. But I can't even fuck with you. Just listening to the backstory of a lot of them songs came from like underage chicks and shit. So fuck R. Kelly. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Robert. Speaking of, uh, I guess, sticking to like a subject of the law. You know, in California, they're not arresting hookers no more. So I guess if you buy them pussy, you won't get locked up either. So I'm pretty all the hoes on like Figueroa is happy about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nick know what I'm talking about. They don't know, yo. It'd be these ghetto ass hood rap bitches selling pussy, just walking up and down the street in broad daylight. And then also on Long Beach Boulevard and shit. Going from like Linwood to Compton and shit, they be out there selling pussy. All day. <laughs> like, I don't know where you just see like ass out, just cheeks. Bears. Like, damn. <laughs> to know pussy. One day, me and Cyrus went to the fucking Slauson swap meet. He was like, yo, there's going to be a lot of hoes and shit. And he's driving in front of me and he's just sticking his arm out the window, just pointing and shit. And I look and I'm like, oh shit, there's another hoe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, so now y'all hoes can sell pussy in peace, and you motherfuckers, y'all can buy pussy in peace. You're not going to get no soliciting charge with your little punk ass and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, some funny shit is when oh, oh freaky Joe, Joe Biden, when he fell off that bike, <laughs> and that shit was parked, too. I ain't see that shit. It was like two, three weeks ago, there was like a bunch of motherfuckers on a bike. He was on some little bike, and then he stops and shit, and then like... He like kind of puts his like leg down, and then he just falls like to like to the side in like slow motion and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck Joe Biden, man. Hey, we want our fucking loans paid off, pussy. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Oh, freaky Joe. <laughs> He's fucked up, man. Oh shit. Okay. So. I believe this was like the New Year's episode when my godson called in and I was we was talking about like white people and like the big like hoopla with white people and avocado toast. I'm like, yo, white people love motherfucking avocado toast. And then a few weeks ago, I went on a date with this chick who happened to not have no kind of melanin, aka white. And like we was at this little brunch spot. Me, I ate before I got there because they food kind of high. And I was like, bro, I just want to drink my uh, mimosas and, and chill. So we over chilling and shit. She's like, oh, have you ate? I said, yeah. 
She's like, oh, I want something. So she's looking at the menu and shit. The waiter comes. Why this white bitch say, I would like some avocado toast? Uh, <laughs> I, I told her. I said, yo, what's up with white people on avocado toast? I talk about that on my podcast. And yeah, I, I didn't even ask for a bite to see what the shit was about. I was like, yo, enjoy your little avocado toast and shit. But I want my motherfucking white listeners to hit me up and tell me, why the fuck y'all love avocado toast so much? Because like, I don't see what the big deal is. It's just regular avocado on some bread. Are y'all, I know y'all not putting no seasoning on it to make it better because y'all be neglecting seasoning and shit. But why the fuck y'all like that shit so much? And there's a gang of white people that listen to the shit. So white people tell me, why do y'all love avocado toast? We'll figure it out. <laughs> Father's Day just passed. None of us have kids. I have no clue who my father is. Nicholas, your father has perished. Frank, your father is still alive. What did you do for your daddy for Father's Day? Uh, I just did that nigga 50 bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he took that shit to the bingo hall. He has bingo money. <laughs> That's what I got to do, man. Give him some money. Let him go waste that shit. That's what's up, man. I, and I, I met his pops for the first time a couple weeks ago and shit when I was over Frank Crib. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, Frank's told me about you. I said, That's what's up. <laughs> Every Father's Day, I'm reminded when my mama lied to me and told me who my father was. Oh, shit. I was 21. It was Father's Day. I remember I worked, and she was like, hey, can you come help us move a table? I'm like, no, I really can't. Y'all can do this by yourself and find somebody else. But I went over. So after we moved this table to the front so the garbage people can pick it up, she starts talking. She's like starts pulling out all these pictures and shit when I was a little kid, different little places. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting at showing me this shit? Then she shows me a picture of a guy. She said, do you know who this is? No, I do not. She shows me another picture with the same guy and my great aunt, my Aunt Bev. If you listen to the podcast consistently, it's the aunt who told the story of when my great-grandfather, her father, got killed by his side bitch. Her. Well, damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk. Well, I'll, for the new people, I'll talk about that, too, in a minute. So she shows me a picture with this motherfucker and my Aunt Bev. She said, do you know who this is? I just told you the last picture before I have no clue who this motherfucker is. No, I do not. She proceeds to tell me his name was Billy. Billy Thompson. Who the fuck is Billy Thompson? Billy Thompson is a former basketball player. He played basketball for the University of Louisville. That was a strike already because I hate U of L. Frank likes that puss ass team. Oh, I don't okay, fuck with it. Fuck the cards. Hey, bitch, get out of my house repping that shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So she proceeds to tell me that Billy got her pregnant. And he was on the team when they won in, like, 86. She told me this shit in, like, 2007. Or, yeah, something like that. And she told me he seen them because they did a 25-year reunion or some shit at O'Malley's, our old hangout spot, College Night. Oh, shit. So, I remember she said, I saw him, and I ran to the bathroom, and I threw up. Because I knew he was your father And I just saw you 
It's like, what the fuck? So she said that she... Can't hear you. Huh? You can't hear Let me see. Where is your, uh, where your shit at? Hold on. What about now? You can't hear Oh, shit. Your sound is up. Can you hear it now? Hold on. What about now? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's your shit. That's your uh, microphone. It's all good. I can hear y'all. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to move you to another. Can you hear now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah, I'll just move you to another little unit. So she said she found somebody who knew him, got his email, hit him up, and was like, my son is your son too. And I remember she told me it was some bullshit that was going on in Florida and she wanted, us, wanted me to go with her, but it fell through. And then I found out that was actually a lie, but I was supposed to go and meet him, but it never happened. He's a preacher now. So he played for UofL. He ended up getting drafted by the Lakers. And like his rookie year, like the Lakers had won like 86, 87 or whatever the fuck. So I was like, oh, my potential father played basketball for, basketball for UofL. He's a bitch for that. He played for the Lakers. All right, yeah, whatever the fuck. And now he, I was like, and now he's a preacher. I was like, well, shit, I don't even fucking believe in God and shit, so we ain't got that in fucking common. So he was preaching in Louisville, and I found out, and I went up there. I brought my stupid-ass mom, too. So I remember, like, seeing him. He was out there preaching and shit, and I wrote on my phone, I don't see a resemblance, and I show it to my mom. And she gives, like, she gives me a dirty look. I'm like, bitch, I know what I look like, and I know what this motherfucker look like. <laughs> we don't look alike. He's 6'8". I'm 6'1". We have no fucking facial features similar, nothing. So I already threw a red flag, but unfortunately, I kind of look like my mother, so I was like, uh, I don't know. So I remember... During the shit, my mom wanted me to go up to him. I'm like, bitch, you fucked him. <laughs> you know him. I don't know this motherfucker. Why do I need to go up to him? You need to introduce me to whoever the fuck you said my father is. I don't need to introduce my own fucking self. You and this motherfucker have been talking over the last few months. You do it. So I'm like, no, you go fucking do it. So she goes up. Hey, Billy, this is my son. I was like, oh, it's your son now, bitch. You said he was both of y'all's. <laughs> So the motherfucker, I was like, yeah, we need to talk. He's like, oh, yeah, give me a minute. I was very short-tempered, probably even more short-tempered than I am now. And I was like, no, fuck this shit. I've been waiting my whole motherfucking life. I'm not finna wait on you. Yo, fuck this motherfucker. We leaving. So we left. Some told me to go back. So after I dropped my mom off, I went back. So I'm up here. I'm waiting on this motherfucker. And he, he was a chap. I don't know if he still is, but he was a chaplain. For the Miami Heat. So when they won a ring, he got a ring too. So there was some little white boys. He's showing them they ring. They all hyped on his dick. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker didn't even play. Why the fuck are you hyped? All he did was tell a last prayer to these motherfuckers before they played the game. He didn't score not a bucket. He didn't see not one minute on the flow. So I was like, look, man, you know, she says she, you my father, or whoop-de-whoop. And he said, you know, me and your mother were friends. Or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, listen, I don't know who my father is. I'm lost in this world. I have a lot of issues. This motherfucker said, you're not lost in this world. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? You just met me five minutes ago. You have no clue what the fuck I've been through. He was trying to give you Jesus. 
Oh, speaking of, I almost forgot. So, like, when he was preaching this shit, he pulled motherfuckers up to the front. There was this one guy, he was like, yeah, they said that you've been out of work. So he pulls out some money, gave the dude $100 and shit. There was another motherfucker that was like, you know, they said you've been having a lot of pain. I'm going to heal you. You've been having a lot of knee pain. He put his old black ass hand on this motherfucker's black ass forehead, said some bullshit, and then he told the guy, how do you feel? <laughs> this lying motherfucker said, I feel great. My knee's wonderful. <laughs> I said, this motherfucker's full of shit. <laughs> His knee still fucking hurts. <laughs> so this motherfucker's telling me I'm not lost in this world and all this shit. So that that fucking turned me off, pissed me off. Like, bro, you don't even fucking know me. How the fuck you gonna tell me this shit? So I was like, yeah, man, you know, I have plans of moving to L.A. And this motherfucker was like discouraging me. That's one thing I had about black motherfuckers. They always quick to discourage your ass. I don't know if you want to live out there. You know, it's because it's crazy. Bitch, you don't know what the fuck I want. You don't even know me. So, you know, I was like, look, man, we got to get this figured out to see what is going on. And he wasn't really with it like that. I was like, yo, fuck this motherfucker. So a couple years later, I was told I needed to call him and shit. And he was like, oh, I'm eating dinner. Can I call you back? And never heard back from him. But no, we had spoke before and shit, but he was on some bullshit. And my aunt was like, I think that he is trying to hide this shit from his wife. And his church and shit or whatever the fuck. And then he had kids at the time and all this. And I was, there was like one point in life that I was going to like, just go to his church and be like, yo, my mom said you my fucking father. And I was going to like tell the whole fucking congregation. Nigga don't do that. Well, I found out he's not because my father, because when I did the ancestry shit, nobody by the name of Thompson or none of that shit popped up. And I was like, yo, this bitch really lied to me on Father's Day saying, this is your motherfucking father right here. And this bitch knew that it wasn't. That's cold. But I wasn't, the only, the only reason I was like, had animosity toward him, and I thought he was a whore, because like, okay, a bitch presented this to you, but you did nothing to make it right. You didn't, you didn't try to find out the truth, and you're supposed to be a preacher, a man of God, but you was acting like a little bitch. So I'm happy that Billy Thompson ain't my motherfucking father and shit because honestly, he wasn't a good motherfucking basketball player like that anyway. And I'd never heard of that motherfucker prior to that. And not a lot of other people have either because he wasn't a, like a fucking superstar. He wasn't nothing big like that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like happy. I was like, I'm glad this motherfucker. You ain't my motherfucking father. And I was like, you would be ashamed of me because I would shit on you and fake Jesus constantly. <laughs> For real. I knew he wasn't my father because I was like, I hate God. I don't believe in that shit. So my father can't be no goddamn preacher and shit. But yeah, I was like, he was just a whore by the way he handled the whole situation. So Billy Thompson, you off the hook. I'm glad you're not my father. Fuck you. You ugly ass kids. You motherfucking, everybody's, everybody's catching this shit. Your bum ass church, your fake healing, you that 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 motherfucker, his knee still hurts to this day, and that was in like 2007, 2008, or some shit. No, no, that was probably like 2000, 2008, yeah, 2008, some shit like that. But yeah, Billy Thompson, I'm I'm happy you're not my father, and you got to get buried too for being a fake ass Christian and then a fake motherfucker. If, if a bitch says, hey, you got me pregnant and shit. And you and you act like you're interested, but you don't want to find out the truth. I don't respect that. So I want to say fuck you 
and fuck fake Jesus. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. But for Father's Day, I made a post. I took a picture and I was acting like my arm was like on somebody's shoulder and I was holding a tie. And the caption said, when your mother got smashed by everybody in sight and she has no clue who got her pregnant, but you still want to participate in the Father's Day festivities. And then I put, happy Father's Day, ghost daddy. <laughs> yes. You have to take you have to take the bad shit in life and make jokes about it. You can't be depressed about it. I was depressed, I was sad for like fucking twenty some years. And then I just started making jokes about it and it was funny as fuck. Hell yeah. Fuck all that. Uh, what else we got on this motherfucker? Oh, yeah, man. Why we on a little petty-ass roll? I saw a picture of this one dude that hated on me so much growing up when I was, like, 18. I was hanging out with some little dudes. You know, I knew they was, like, losers back then, and all of them are still losers now. And they was, like, super jealous of me because, like, back when I was, like, 18, bitches used to tell me I looked like Omarion, so I was getting pussy off that shit. <laughs> <laughs> But this motherfucker, Sean Isom from Painesville, Ohio. He was a little fat motherfucker. Just a loser. And I recently, like, somebody I know has sent me some pictures of him who knows him too. And this motherfucker was, like, sleeping on a mattress on a floor. The room was dirty. And then he had, like, some fucking fat. I mean, no, I don't know. She wasn't fat. He had some ugly-ass white bitch who probably does drugs and shit. And this motherfucker, he got even fatter. His hair was all gray and fucked up and shit. This motherfucker looked like he was in his 50s. Damn. And I'm 36, so this motherfucker either, he has to be 36 or 35 or some shit, my age. And I was just like, yo, I fucking won. I was like, I told this motherfucker, I said, like, yo, you ain't never gonna be shit. And I remember, I remember these motherfuckers would laugh at me because like, I was like going to acting classes, doing auditions and shit, and motherfuckers would like make jokes and be like, ha, 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 when you get famous, and ha. And I was like, hey man, you know what? I'm going to be something in life, and you motherfuckers ain't going to be shit. I said that in 2004. It's 2022. Guess who was right? Sean. You was hating hard on me. I try to fight you, but you don't want the smoke. I even had my hand. I even had some people hold my hands behind my back. I said, bitch, take the first lick. But you don't want this motherfucking smoke. You still fat as fuck. You still broke. And you sleeping on a mattress on the floor. And I'm sleeping on a little low platform bed in the love loft. I won. And it's crazy, man, because a lot of my motherfucking haters, I won. None of my haters are doing better than me. I just want to say, none of them are. All my haters are doing worse than me. And I love it. Because I'm a petty motherfucker. That gives me satisfaction. Because I was like, all right. I always said, I was like, you know I'm going to get the last laugh. Go ahead and laugh at me because I'm taking acting classes. I'm doing auditions and shit. Look at you. Look at me. You ain't never left the country. You ain't really been nowhere in, this, in America. You got an old, uh, old ugly-ass white bitch sleeping on a mattress on the floor. And, this was, and the motherfucker didn't even have a pillowcase. 
You talking shit about me? You ain't even have a pillowcase, Sean. <laughs> ain't this a bitch? But guess who's getting buried? Sean, and, and man, this motherfucker, he was going to a little open mic and shit. He was trying to rap and all this shit back in the day or whatever. I Honestly, I didn't never hear none of his raps because he never had it recorded. He had a little rhyme book. But this motherfucker still be doing open mics and shit. And I don't like to discourage motherfuckers' dreams, but yeah, motherfucker, go ahead and stop. It's not gonna it's not gonna work for you. It's not. You don't have the look, the appeal, the intelligence, or the talent. Stay in little bum ass Painesville, Ohio, and rot away. Motherfucker, stay hating on me. Speaking of someone else who hated on me and shit, it's Kevin Graves. We talk about him a lot. And I was reminded that he was supposed to be in the NFL. I remember his mama said, yeah, we're trying to get him prepared for the NFL. I said, what the fuck are y'all talking about? This motherfucker's not even playing. How's he going to the NFL? Kevin, for you, the NFL stands for nigga fucking lying. Because that's all you do, bitch, is lie, pussy. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. You supposed to be going to the NFL, but you an assistant basketball coach. How the fuck does that work out? Somebody tell me. I don't know. Somebody, man, they trying to get up out of here. And I met this motherfucker when I was like 12. I shook his hand. That's uh, Vince McMahon, the, the CEO of the WWE, a.k.a. the WWF. It was recently found out that he paid a former worker $3 million in hush money after they had an affair. She was. She was a. What's the shit for the lawyers man. A paralegal or some shit like that. When she first started out. She was making a hundred stacks. A year. After Vince started hitting it. She got an increase to 200 stacks. A year. And then he passed her along to John Laurinaitis. Another executive in the WWE. And he started smashing her. And then I guess she got fired or whatever. He paid a bitch $3 million. Shut the fuck up and gone. And one of her friends snitched. Sent the email to the New York Times or somebody. So, yeah. Vince McMahon, old pervert and shit, man. It's fucked up. It's crazy, man. These motherfuckers be paying these bitches off. Like, hey, bitch, shut the fuck up. Don't say shit. It's fucked up. Oh, well. A 101-year-old Nazi prison guard got sentenced to five years in prison, which I think is late. Like, this motherfucker probably ain't even going to make it to 2023. <laughs> like, I should have been did that shit. Why people be late and shit? They be trying to erase they little fuck-ups and, and hold that shit off as long as possible. Like, the Holocaust has been over with for a long motherfucking time. But y'all arrest the motherfucker. Y'all arrest, arrest the black motherfucker for stealing the T-shirt. But this motherfucker was a was a fucked up. And then I seen they just finally found the warrant for the little white bitch that lied on Emmett Till. She's supposed to be locked up a long time ago, but the, magically they just found the warrant 50, 60 years later. Boy, white people, boy, y'all motherfuckers doing some bullshit. I'm finna bury all the dumbass white people who's behind all this stupid ass shit that be covering up for the white mistakes. Now, for my white listeners who's not involved in this stupid shit, I'm not fucking talking to y'all. Don't get your little white panties in a bunch. Talking about the other fucked up people. I love y'all. But the rest of these crack-ass crackers, you know what time it is.
You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Ooh, we on a roll. For some toxic daddy shit, man, I just want to say on some like toxic future type shit. And I was thinking about this. And this applies to women and men. If you dating somebody and they do you dirty, fuck one of their friends or their family members or fuck somebody with their same name just to get their ass back. That's a little bit of a toxicity that I have for y'all today. Some real shit. You got to get their ass back. Got to get them back. How y'all fellas feeling? What y'all have to talk about? You have anything? Yeah, I don't have nothing right now. Okay, okay. All right, you know. Frank, you not drinking. Nick, you not drinking. I'm the only one drinking. You did? Yeah. Oh, what'd you have? The screwball. Oh, you got the screwball? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and open the refrigerator to get you another little, another little burr. Hell yeah. So both of y'all asses is black. Do y'all put bleach in the dishwater? It depends. On what? If you had gas or some shit? Black people be on the show. Hey, we had guests, you know what I'm saying? We don't have the normal germs. We got to do that shit. Yeah, man. I'll be on that shit. Like, I'll put uh, I put a little a little bit of bleach. I don't wash dishes. I use a dishwasher. So I'll put the little bleach in that little thing, and then I'll put the little dishwasher pack in there, too. You know what I'm saying? Got to kill them extra little germs and shit, man. Yeah. Y'all know what time it is. You gotta kill them germs. But I know it's like white folks like don't be doing that shit. Like, what bleach in the dishwasher, you'll get sick. No, you won't. You just gotta put like a little cat full or something. It sits strong in some hot motherfucking water. Be straight. Will y'all eat at a restaurant that has a B rating? Yeah. You will? What about you, Frank? But a lot of them have an A though. Shit, I'm kind of like, man, I don't know if I want to eat a. I have ate a place that'll be, but I try to avoid it. They got the best food, bro. What should be tasting delicious? Yeah, if it's like one of my little spots that I like that I've been to, but if it's something new and they got a B, I'm like, nah, I can't even do it. But you got to look at it, bro. Like, all honesty and truth, it don't take much to get a B. Like, mm-hmm. you can have like. Your thermometer in your um, showcase could be low, could be off. You could get a B just because of that. Like one right. thing, you could get dinged for it, and you can get a B. So I'm like, I don't look at the ratings. I just look like you got rats and roaches running around this bitch. I ain't fucking with it. I feel that. Yeah, I be watching that shit. I seen some motherfuckers with a C. I'm like, oh, how the fuck are y'all still that's up? Different. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, B is fine. You go anything lower, that's different. Yeah, I be I be cautious about that shit, man. Something that happened a few weeks ago, the rapper Trouble got killed over a lady's house. Her boy, her ex boyfriend came over, you know, and shot Trouble. And a lot of motherfuckers was like, man, that's why you don't go to females' houses and shit. You was talking about that earlier, talking about you don't like staying right over bitches' houses. Yeah, yeah I, I can't do that. Yeah. One, I, I, I feel on ease. I think mine's gone. No, I can, we can hear you. I can hear you. Y'all hear me? Yeah, you can't hear yourself? I can't hear myself. That's all right. 
Hold on, let me see. I'll, I'll get yeah, you together too. I'm good now. You can hear? Yeah. Okay. But nah, man, it's like I don't. I feel unease, you know, when when I feel that bitch is out. Cause like you never know, man. The bitch's mindset is single and shit, bro. Not Set your it, ass man. up. You see what I mean? So I I wanna just smash and dash. You feel me? That's that's my take. <laughs> hey, I feel that too because. I stayed the night over at Chick House, and her baby daddy showed up, and I was knocked out, and she was too. And she woke up and was like, she looked at the window, she was like, Justin was just here. And I was like, oh, shit. And what's wild is I knew him, and he told his mama, and his mama called my grandmama and was like, your son was staying the night over my son's girl's crib, and he seen him in the bed. I was like, yo, what kind of person are you to snitch and run to your mama? And she gonna tell my grandmama like, you think my grandmama's gonna stop me from fucking your baby mama? That's my no. baby. <laughs> Shit. Well, here's the thing: if he wanted to do something to you, he could have, and you, you have no, you, you wouldn't see it coming. Oh, yo, he could have killed me because I was yeah. knocked out sleep. <laughs> I ain't know, but that motherfucker he didn't want no smoke though with his little ass. Cause like you never know, man. This is my said they single and shit, but you're not gonna get single. Man, yeah, and I, it was crazy because. My fucking grandmama told the lady, it was like, no, nah, that's not him. He's talking to a girl that got two daughters. I was like, yeah, I'm talking to a couple single moms right now. <laughs> that's why I be like, bro, say no to single mamas, bro. That shit do not be motherfucking worth it. Like, say no to single mamas. Unless it's just a fuck. Shit, yeah. I mean, but damn, bro, you get, like, blocked with that shit, too. Like, I've been blocked by so many, like, Kids and shit. Like this one chick, she was coming from like, she was coming from like Richmond to come see me, and she was like, she hit me up. She's like, yeah, I'm in Frankfurt right now, and then she's like, hold on, my mom just called me. She was like, oh, Cam had like split his leg open, so we gotta take him to the fucking hospital. I'm like, man, fuck, stupid badass kid, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that motherfucker he told on me. She and I thought about that. I'm like, bro, that motherfucker he could have clapped me, dog, and it would have been a rap. But yeah, man. I don't give a fuck. And what's crazy is I'm like looking at her pictures and shit and I'm like I know this motherfucker. I knew of him but I never talked to him. And I'm like I think I might be related to him. Like his daddy was like related to somebody in my family but his mama went to church with like my grandmama and like his mama had grew up with like my mom and, and uh, her brothers and shit. And my grandmama did his mom was her. So like yeah and it was crazy is I know this bitch is lying because she told him, well, when I, when I have seen him, she's like, Hey, this is my friend GQ or whatever the fuck. But he told his mama GQ and his mama didn't know nothing about this name. So I think I know for a fact, this bitch didn't had to tell him like my government name or some shit, or I don't know. But yeah, I got a call from my grandmama saying, uh, Tasha said that, you was in her son's apartment. I said, yo, uh, clearly I wasn't. If, if it was his apartment, why the hell am I in her? <laughs> I said, he, live, he don't live here no more. Yeah, man, fuck that puss-ass motherfucker. Yeah, I fucked your baby mama. What you gonna do about it? Nothing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, fuck, bro. You gotta be careful going over these motherfuckers' houses. And like, there were some chicks' houses that I was fucking with. I was like, oh, shit, man. Something could happen to me out here. But luckily... It all worked out. But fellas and ladies and shit, both of y'all, you got to be precautious and shit. You might meet a dude, think everything's cool, and he got old crazy ass ex-bitch, and she come over and clap both of y'all. 
So it happened on both. So, you know, be careful what y'all out here doing in these streets because I don't want nothing to happen to none of y'all. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Somebody else is gonna get buried, and I fuck with this institution. I put my money there. That's Wells Fargo. They getting buried because they held fake job interviews for minorities, promising that they was gonna get hired, and it was all. A fluke. They made you register to vote. Nah, they oh. was they were saying they was trying to hire black people to work, but they wasn't hiring nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did they did a little fake hiring and shit. They did that. no, they did fake interviews, you know, specifically for minorities <laughs> and then not calling their ass back. Hell no. Yeah, so Wells Fargo, man, <laughs> my black ass, I put my hard earn in y'all account. And that's how y'all acting. I might have to close my shit. Actually, yeah, I can't close my shit. I only open open it up with y'all because I needed checks for my to pay my rent. So I mainly just put money in that account so I have to pay my rent because I pay my rent in checks. Because these motherfuckers, they ain't got no website to pay online and they don't be taking cash app and shit. But shit, yeah. Nigga, you can do checks and they'll take it right out and send the check to the place. Oh, shit. I. I don't, yeah, I don't even think I ever applied to Chase. Uh, they real quick and easy. Shit. I got Wells Fargo. I got a credit union. And I got Fifth Third Bank. I got three motherfucking banks. I got my money spread out. Well, you don't need no more banks. Then. Yeah, I don't. I got my shit spread out. But Wells Fargo, man, that's some whole shit. You know what I'm saying? You giving these uh, minorities false hope. Thinking they're going to become a teller. Maybe a future banker. A, a, a mortgage a lender. Uh, a loan expert or something. You over selling people false dreams, but you love to take black people's money and give it to other motherfuckers and shit. And don't be wanting to give us no kind of uh, interest when we be having money in the bank account. So fuck Wells Fargo. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. That's right. Y'all know who uh, Clifton Powell is? He no. he was on next Friday. It's Pinky Nickel. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. His son is the craziest shit. I don't even think fucking Clifton would ever think this would happen. But his son is dating Sasha Obama. What the fuck? Yeah, Clifton Powell's son is dating Sasha Obama for like a little minute now. And I listened to a podcast months ago. And Clifton was on there, and he was like, yeah, we met Barack. Everything was cool and shit. And I was like, damn, like, they might fuck around and be related and shit. It's still too fucking early. They young, but yeah, man, that's dope. I would always thought they would end up with white boys, mainly like fucking, I guess, like Malia. She was always fucking with the white boys and shit, but hell yeah, man. Shout out to Sasha Obama and shout out to Clifton Powell's son. I don't even know bro's name. Shout out to y'all. Somebody else is going to get buried. And he's been known to be an asshole. I personally seen, I mean, I personally know people who have seen him be an asshole because he's treated people badly in in Louisville. And then I know people in Chicago who has had to work for him. And they treated, he treated them bad too. 
And that's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Motherfuckers have told me they've like was like, yeah, we see Michael Jordan clown people, talk dirty to him in Louisville. Some people said that he was like, yo, he was with some white bitch and he cussed her out and talked so bad to her in the elevator. And then I know some motherfuckers, they was like, yeah, my people's worked at a car wash in Chicago. Michael uh, Jordan would bring his cars up there. He'd be cussing the people out, talking bad to them. So a couple of days ago, some little young little teenagers, they was up in, in Charlotte at the practice area waiting for LaMelo Ball. They on the video like, yo, we wait for LaMelo Ball. And then Michael Jordan comes out. Goes to his car. Like, oh, MJ. So he's like in the like a little building or whatever the fuck. And they like outside. And first thing Mike is like, put the phone down. Stop recording this shit. And like, yo, can we get a pic? No, no. Michael Jordan's a fucking asshole. And I was reminded about chameleonary. Did you ever hear that chameleonary story? You heard it, Frank? No. So chameleonary told a story. That he was at this charity uh, auction. And there was like some jerseys. One of them was a Jordan jersey. And he bid it and paid like 15 grand for it. And he was like, he's like, I had to go to the dude who was competing against me. He was like, bro, stop fucking bidding. I really want this shit. And he was like, the dude told me he didn't even want the jerseys. He was just trying to impress Kim Kardashian and shit. Because it, it, it was Reggie Bush. It was like his auction. And Reggie Bush was dating Kim Kardashian at the time. So he said the dude didn't want the jerseys. He was just trying to fucking impress Kim Kardashian, who already had a fucking dude and was at her dude's event. What the fuck? So Camino was like, he paid 15 grand for these jerseys. Later that night, he went to this Nike party. Jordan was there. He was like, Jordan was my favorite player. He's like, I walked up to him, was like, hey, what's going on? Can I get a picture? And Jordan looked at him and said, I ain't taking no picture with no niggas. <laughs> so he, so Camillionaire said like Paul Pierce and a bunch of other NBA players was right there and they seen it all. And he was like, yo, bro, I just paid 15 grand earlier today for your jersey. And he said, Mike told him, give me 15 grand right now and you got a picture with me. And yeah, Camillionaire said he was like heated. And he said like some of the other NBA players that took a picture with him was like, yo, you know, don't even take it personal. That's just how Mike is. And shit. Oh, yeah, man. Michael Jordan's a piece of shit. That's like one person like I like that I would never want to meet because yeah. I don't want to have that negative interaction with him. Like I know he's fucked up and he does people wrong, but I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me. And I feel like if I was at a party or somewhere and I seen him, I would not approach him and shit and like it. If I was with someone who knew him and was like, yo, come on, go on, I'll introduce you, I I still be hesitant to be like all right, but I would expect the worst. And if he was cool, I'd be like, all right, but yeah, man, Mike's fucked up. Mike, man, so many motherfuckers buy your shoes. They have died over your shoes. They watch your games and shit. Like, these boys that mean no harm. You could have ran over, took a quick little flick. The first thing you say is, stop recording me and shit. You can't fucking tell them what to do with their motherfucking phone. You're a fucking celebrity. Right. So, Mike... Even six rings, arguably one of the greatest players in the NBA history, you got to get buried. Because on this podcast, nobody is exempt. I have buried myself. My dog has been buried. Everybody's been buried. Nobody's safe. Not even you. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. And, Mike, 
They weren't even there trying to see you. They was there to see LaMelo Ball. They just happened to get lucky and see your motherfucking ass. What y'all think about that that old black bitch that recorded the baby's father because he brought his son McDonald's and not her other kids that ain't his? Yeah. You didn't see that video that's been going around? No. So this dude, he so this chick is recording. She's like, my baby daddy's on his way. He always comes over here. He don't never bring nothing for my other kids. So he comes. He got a drink. He got a bag from McDonald's. She's like, what about my other three kids? He's like, what about them? She was like, you knew I had uh, them kids. When I when you got with me, I had them kids. And he used to buy them stuff. And he's like, and she was like, now you acting different because we broke up. And she's like clowning him and talking shit because he did not bring food for her other kids. And she was mad because she didn't get her food stamps till the, the 13th or some shit like that. Bitch, that is not his motherfucking responsibility. Them little ugly ass bastards ain't his kids. Definitely you should be happy that he's trying to take care of his motherfucking kid. Instead of bitching at him for not providing for another motherfucker's kids, call that goddamn daddy up and ask him to bring that kid some money. <laughs> you sitting there, I don't get my food stamps. Bitch, work harder in life so you don't need food stamps. Just give me my kid, bitch. Bye. Right. Like, bye. You could have let the kid come out, see his daddy eat real quick. He didn't have to eat in front of other motherfucking kids. You gonna call this man out for being a good father. But one thing I, I thought I didn't like and I thought was weird, she said he comes over here every day with McDonald's. Bro, why the fuck are you giving your kid McDonald's every day? This motherfucker needs some fruits and vegetables. Get him something else besides fucking McDonald's. True, but at least he's going over there to see the little nigga. Yeah, that that part. But I'm like, bro, you need to switch it up. Give him something else. You can't just give his motherfucking McDonald's every day. But this bitch going to record him. And I totally agree with him. If I was with a chick and she had some other kids, I'm not buying a motherfucking shit. I'm providing for mine. And you get mad at this motherfucker. But you ain't say shit about the other. You ain't say shit about the other daddies. Stupid ass black bitch. Are they my tax write-offs too or not? Right. I don't get my food stamps. Who? Whose fault is it you on food stamps? Shit. That's why I be saying say no to single mamas. Oh, fuck it, bitch. This motherfucker, at least he is there for his son. And you over a bitching and complaining and shit. My food stamps. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. But there was people on the internet clowning him like, oh, he's fucked up. He should give something to the other kids. Why? Man, it's not his man. responsibility to take care of these motherfuckers. Especially if I'm coming over there every day, that I'm not getting a tax right off of these little niggas. Right. Uh, you got me fucked up. I'm taking care of mine. That's it. I went by the motherfucker shit. I make sure my kid is taken care of and everything, but fuck the mother kids. Like they'll get a Christmas gift. Who, the other kids? Yeah, they'll get a Christmas gift. I from you? That. Yeah. Shit, you a better motherfucker than me. They ain't getting shit from me. You ain't getting you ain't getting a, a snack. You ain't getting a Christmas gift when I pick my son up. No, you can't go. No, nah, think uh, about it. This bitch obviously can't sit over here in the floor and food for the other kids. So, okay, when Christmas come, here go a pack of drawers. Here go a pack shit. of socks. Here go, here go some wife beaters and some T-shirts. She better pick up a part-time a job. And a, and some brush. Here you or go. take them uh, other daddies to court and get your shit. Hell no, nah, I ain't paying for not Hell no. Nah. Once now, a year. No, nah, hell no. Nope. 
I'll now, be if we Nick for once a year. Oosh, I ain't doing shit. Nah, hell nah. Fuck them kids, bro. They ain't getting shit for me. I just take my fucking kid out that whole situation. But I know. Hey, bro. I don't. I don't know if you ever hear this podcast, but go ahead and apply for full custody because this bitch clearly can't afford to feed all these motherfuckers. Take your son. That part. Yeah, man. They over trying to dog this motherfucking shit. Like, like why? He's being a good father, with the upset uh, exception of maybe. Giving the kid McDonald's every day, but at least the motherfucker showing up. He did more than my goddamn daddy ever did. Shit, I'm still waiting on my my fucking McDonald's, my uh, McDonald Land cookies. They don't even sell them motherfuckers no more. Remember, they had they had like a little a little box and shit, little cookies and shit. McDonald Land cookies. It would be shaped as Ronald and Grimmith and all them other motherfuckers. Yeah. They was like the little vanilla wafer type shit or vanilla cookies and shit. Yeah, them dry ass shits. But I, I'm still like my fucking father, whoever the fuck you may be. Buy me some goddamn McDonald's Land cookies, bitch. In Missouri. So this was all caught on a ring camera. In Missouri, a dog turned the stove on. There was a pan on the stove. It caught fire and burnt the house and burnt down burnt the house up. And the firefighters was able to rescue two of the dogs. And I saw the video and shit. Like the dog, like put his paws up on the motherfucking stove, hit that little button, and that motherfucking that pan that didn't have shit on it caught fire, and the house was all burnt up and shit. I said, "Damn, that motherfucking dog was fucked up." Hopefully, they had uh, homeowners insurance and shit, and that dog needs to be put in the cage while y'all gone. That's too much bullshit going on and shit. House burnt up. Teach your dog to stay the fuck out the kitchen. Yeah. Trying to rip it. But earlier, like, (laughs) fuck. I was going to my room with some shit, and Turbo was like, had his legs on a pillar, and he was like looking down the loft and shit. I said, I hope this motherfucker don't get the idea and try to (laughs) jump down and shit, because he'll probably die from that height and shit. Hell yeah, he will. You know, but I, I. I don't know if he's well, done that before. Carpet, so, you know, he's going he gonna to have a soft landing. Yeah, and then I moved the pillow so we couldn't stand on it. But I was like, my bed and shit is, like, so low and everything. And the little shit, he can still jump over. But I don't think he would. But, yeah, he was looking over that shit. I'm like, the hell you start doing this shit? Geronimo. <laughs> hell, yeah. Oh, man, there's a new horror movie coming out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but no, this shit, no. It's Winnie the Pooh. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. I saw the trailer. It was Winnie the Pooh, and it's like a live action movie, and Winnie the Pooh looked crazy and was killing motherfuckers. You're lying. Man, yeah. And I was like, how the fuck did was they able to do the shit and not get like no trademark? But it was some shit that, yeah, it's coming out, man. Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Winnie and Piglet over killing motherfuckers. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. Something that I saw that made me laugh a lot is that a cop was killed by his own canine police dog. What? Yeah. I don't do this often, but a shout out to this uh, law enforcement animal. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. I said, damn. He knew that that motherfucking, that officer wasn't shit. Oh, yeah, I got to do this because I forgot to do it on last episode. I need to give a shout out to the American women because there's a lady that listens to the podcast that I interact with 
that was like, oh, you talk about Asian women do this and that. And American, we good too. And I met up with this lady and she had a nice little spread of little shit. And I was like, I do know that American women are good too. I said, I just be making jokes and y'all be taking that shit to heart. I be on the fucking podcast clowning and shit, but yeah. So shout out to the American women that I've had in my life and the American women in this world. So when you listen to this shit and you hear this part, motherfucker, text me and be like, thank you. Because I told you I was going to say that shit. Also, somebody else I want to bury. And I want to say fuck Abercrombie because y'all was super fucking racist. Y'all never had like blacks in y'all and y'all like spreads in the magazines on the billboards like and y'all clothes was catered to like bony ass like white people and shit like black motherfuckers that got like body definition like you can't wear these little ass clothes and that was yeah and y'all have them little stupid ass white boys standing out front of the store with just jeans on and no shirt and i'll be seeing like all these little old middle-aged white bitches taking pictures of them all like hot and bothered like bitch get the fuck out of here so yeah man fuck abercrombie all y'all and y'all clothes was whack as shit. I've never saw an article of clothing from Abercrombie and was like, shit, damn, I wear that. All y'all shit weak as fuck. Only thing they really had was some sweats. Like shit. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I ain't fuck with them. All y'all shit weak. Fuck Abercrombie. I don't even y'all ain't I don't even think y'all was cracking as y'all once was and shit. But I know in Didn't Kentucky and shit, huh? Didn't they go out of business? I think they're still around, oh, but they ain't, as, they ain't as big as they was in like the late 90s, like 2000s and shit, oh, hell but yeah, fuck Abercrombie and bitch. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. You got to have a toxic daddy summer this year, man. Got to do it. I'm going to be non-toxic maybe this winter or next spring. But I'm on my future shit. Gotta have that toxic, toxic daddy summer. Ah, motherfucking summer. Hell yeah. God damn it. Gotta be juggling these bitches and shit. Austin St. John. Y'all know him as the original Red Ranger from the Power Rangers. He got arrested recently for the PPP fraud. Dumb as fuck. He took out 16 loans totaling 3.5 million. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, as big as that fucking show was, yo, he shouldn't be having to do that type shit. You know their contracts was fucked up. Maybe so, but still like residuals cuz that should be paid, maybe played everywhere and then all the merchandise and I, I don't know what the contracts is looking like, but I know the 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 Green Ranger, he's doing good. He got a fat ass house and shit, so he's straight. That nigga ain't left the franchise though. He still be in shit. Yeah, but I seen something. He's he he moved away from. He was doing like MMA or some shit like that. I never saw none of his matches and shit. But I know a lot of people was talking bad about him. And he's somebody else that they said was an asshole. Like if you try to approach him, he's a bitch. And I'm like, bro, nigga, all you ever did was Power Rangers. Like the fuck? Yeah, honestly, yeah, because I never really seen him in no movie. I remember I was obsessed with the Power Rangers like third grade, and I got this this like karate instructor instructor tape from him teaching like karate moves and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, I was obsessed with the Power Rangers and shit back in the day. 
But yeah, and then I I just saw some recently that he was talking about some reboot. But he was like, now the stuff with Austin, we don't know if it's gonna happen. Who the fuck is Austin? The Red Ranger that did the PPP fraud. Oh yeah, you know the Yellow Ranger Trini, she died like twenty years ago in a car wreck in in San Francisco. Yeah. And then the Blue Ranger, he came out as gay. Okay. And then the Black Ranger, I thought it was fucked up that the black dude had to be the Black Ranger. I mean, the, they were racist as fuck. Like, yeah, and, and the, the Asian chick with the Yellow Ranger exactly. and shit. But damn, like a whole bunch of little boys, they crush was was Kimberly, the Pink Ranger. She was all right. I like White Kimberly. Bitch with blonde hair. No, she had like brown hair. No, dirty blonde. Yeah. And I remember, man, they did like a little tour going to malls. And this is like, bro, shit, we lived right across the street from Bashman and Mall when I was a little kid. And the Power Rangers was over. And my people wouldn't even take me. I was like, y'all some whores for that. So I'm going to bury my mom and my stepdad for being punk ass bitches and not literally taking me across the street to go see my childhood heroes, bitch. Uh, that's some bullshit. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Ain't it? I wanted to see the motherfucking Power Rangers and shit. But yeah, I don't give a fuck about seeing them now. But I knew on Hulu a little while ago, or a couple years ago, that the Power Rangers was on there. I finna start watching some of these old shows. Cause all that and Kenny and Kale just hit Netflix. Oh, I'm gonna have to hit that. Yeah, man. Something I thought was dope, and this happened like last year when I was with like fucking oh Megan and shit. I was like, when I was a little kid. Like third or fourth grade was shit. No, I started watching this in like the first grade. But I love like Rugrats and Doug. I was always watching that shit every day as a kid. And then like last summer, man, dude, 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 oh Skeeter, that was my shit. And like man, I was like watching this shit last year, and I was like, yo, I was watching this shit in like '94, '95, and now it's like modern time. And I'm in the bed naked, and this bitch is naked, and I'm watching my childhood cartoons. And I was like, that's how life is supposed to be, man. You be, like, naked with a big titty bitch watching cartoons from the 90s. Hell yeah. So I put Kenny and Kill and all that on my list. So I'm going to start watching that shit soon. Shit, fucking! I just watched it on my uh, on my fire stick. Oh, Hell yeah! How do y'all feel about lingerie on a woman? Do you like her to wear it for you? Yeah. You what about you, Frank? It depends. On what? Like, I don't know. If we have a play, night play, whatever. If it, uh, it's gotta be planned. Most of the time, I don't even care. I just want to. I ain't into lingerie. Like, I don't give a shit about it. I just be like, just get naked. Like, don't waste your money. I've had two chicks buy lingerie for me, and I'm like, bro, this is the ugliest fucking shit ever. Like, what the fuck, dog? Why would you buy this shit? Like, don't even turn me on. I just be like, get naked. Like, you don't want to see me in No, take this fucking shit off. I'm more appreciative if you just get motherfucking naked. Like, I don't give a fuck about no lingerie. None of that shit. Now, I do, like, 
if you got some little boy shorts on and shit walking around, just like your your everyday shit, that, your drawers that you wear, I think that shit look cool and all that. But don't like get some lingerie thinking trying to be like sexy and like turn me on because I don't give a fuck about that shit. So any woman that's fucking with me, don't waste your money on lingerie because I don't give a fuck about it. Just walk in the room naked. And I'll be like, hey, I'm more appreciative seeing you naked than seeing you in some old bum-ass lingerie. So I do therapy. And my therapist was like, why don't you write down your thoughts and your feelings? I'm like, no. And then all this shit that I'm like going through, I was like, now see, what? you see why I said no, don't write my feelings down. I said, they already take my words and try to flip them. And when you hear someone speak, you can get a context. You can hear the emotion. And you can see where they're coming from. But I'm like, with words, there's no fucking context. So they don't know how to fucking take it. And she was like, oh, yeah, now I understand why you said that. I'm like, yeah. I said, I ain't writing a motherfucking thing down. Nope. These motherfuckers are always fucking with me and shit. Hell yeah, man. Something I saw is a, there's a rise in violence against women in China. Like, these dudes are beating the shit out of these bitches and shit. And it be like in the street and everything. I was like, I was like, damn, I felt bad. They was whooping their ass. So I want to bury all the little the, the Chinese men out there beating these little Chinese women and shit, man. Like, that's fucked up. Go fight somebody y'all young. Well shit, I would say your own size, but majority of y'all are the same size and shit. But go fight a man over beating these here uh, senseless and helpless women and shit. I hope they jump your little punk ass. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. You little punk ass bitch. P Valley is back, which I'm excited about. And I love how these shows keep up with like the modern times and like incorporate COVID and shit into like their new seasons. Like I've seen like maybe three or four shows that did that. And I think that's fucking awesome. Like, hell yeah. But yeah, I love P Valley. Keeping up with that shit. And I be watching them shows and I be like, man, I wish the black chicks who hollered at me look like Mercedes, yeah. Mississippi, look like motherfucking uh, Autumn Night, uh, Haley. I be like, hell yeah. I get all the goddamn mud ducks, the ugly ass, the ugly fat black bitches that want some dick from me. Get your ugly ass out of here, bitch. Like, yeah, that's the type of women I like. But man, one thing I noticed, like, Cute black women don't like like me. If they do, I don't fucking know. They don't be trying to holler. But the ugly ones, man, boy, they stay shooting their little shot. I'm like, you can get your little fat ass at my fucking inbox, bitch. Can't do nothing with you. And it's just not fat. It's just not like black bitches. Like, fat bitches of all races love me and shit. And I just got this t-shirt made that said, no fat chicks. And I can't wait to wear that shit. Hopefully these motherfuckers get the point. Leave me alone. I might take a picture of that uh, with that shirt on and put it on my date nap. So these motherfuckers know, oh shit, I'm fat. He said no fat chicks. Hell yeah. That should be annoying me shit. I'd be like, I wish you fat bitch would leave me the fuck alone. Cause I like to hike and I like to exercise and you fat bitches can't keep up. I'd be like wondering like what the fat chicks who listen to this shit be thinking and shit. I never said I didn't like y'all as people. I just don't want to fuck. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
But it's been like that since elementary school. Like fat chicks be trying to holler. I'll be like, oh, it's fucked up. Both of y'all black. I want to know if this happened to y'all. So growing up, if it was like a family barbecue or some shit, get together, they wouldn't let the kids get nothing to drink until after they ate. Did you have to go through that shit? Yeah, until a certain age. Yeah, yeah that shit too. Yeah, you didn't have to do it, Frank. Bro, that's like that's child abuse, dog. Like, especially depending on who the Corn fuck cooked the food. That shit dries fuck. You ain't got nothing to wash that shit down. And then you had to like go up to the front and then they examine your plate to make sure you ate everything and then they give you something to drink. Like, that's fucked up, man. Like, I got to break this cycle. Whenever I start having kids, I'm not going to do the same stupid shit that these black motherfuckers who raised me did because they did a lot of stupid fucked up shit. I'm like, bro, you need to have water or something to wash this fucking food down. It's fucking crazy. Like, my grandma, if you didn't have a, like, she thought a, a undershirt, a t-shirt was like the savior. Like, that shit was motherfucking Captain America's uh, shield. Like, that's going to save you from everything. Like, if it was one of time, if you would have an undershirt on, she'd be like, you're going to get sick. If you had an undershirt on, you wouldn't have got sick. Like, bro, what the, what the fuck is a thin-ass t-shirt going to do to save you? Nothing. It's not going to stop a bullet. And it's not going to stop a cold either. But that's just how country motherfuckers be thinking. But yeah, black people got a lot of fucked up ways. And all, all, all of us like new school black motherfuckers and shit, you know, millennials, we got to break this stupid ass fucking curses and the shit that we was raised with. Because it's some bullshit, it's some stupid shit, and honestly, it's some slave shit that was been passed down, passed down, passed down. But these ignorant black motherfuckers just didn't know better to stop. But we do. Don't do that to your motherfucking kids. Especially you go into a, a potluck or, you know, at a, it's, there's always somebody in a family who can't motherfucking cook. Shit be dry as fuck. And don't let it be Thanksgiving. Turkey dry as hell. <laughs> motherfucking kids, you can't, you can't finish your food with that dry ass motherfucking turkey. Everybody know turkey be dry as fuck. Depending on how you cooking and who it is, but majority of the time that shit dry. So for all the black people, predominantly in the South, because I know that shit is heavy. Who be doing this shit? Y'all got to get buried too. Stop these slave ways. Get your shit together. People are thirsty out here. I was one of the thirsty motherfuckers. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. You little punk ass bitch. Oh, man, man, man. Shit, I've drunk maybe half of this little bottle of this cookie dough whiskey. And just a few weeks ago, I had some, like, salted caramel whiskey. That shit was all right. Who's snoring? Nicholas? (laughs) (laughs) Man! (laughs) Heard that shit. Who the fuck is snoring? That shit was all in my ear too. I was like, damn. Ah. I was like, damn, that is me. Man. <laughs> just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time you done fell asleep on the show. Seriously? Yeah. At the old spot, you and Rashard <laughs> fell asleep. Oh, shit. Speaking of Rashard and shit, man, we got to give a shout out to Rashard. He's on a date. Like, he left like. Shit, hours ago. 
And like we hadn't heard from him. We hit him up. Like, yo, you straight? And he's like, Yeah, we met up. He said some shit. And we he, yeah, we ain't heard back from him. So hopefully he was able to get some of that pussy. But like it's fucked up. Like Rashard's whole little game is he ain't gonna get mad we saying this shit. But his little shit is like back home, he takes bitches to Mexican restaurants like all the fucking time. That's his, that's his play. He meet a bitch, Mexican restaurant. <laughs> he hit the group chat. He's like, oh, we got another one. He go to a Mexican restaurant. I got a homeboy, Tank. He used to always take bitches to Old Charlie's. Did y'all have Old Charlie's in Alabama? Yeah, that shit was like in Birmingham or something. Oh, man, they, they, I at least love their loaded potato soup. But fucking my homeboy, Tank, used to like go to Old Charlie's all the time. Like the one on Dixie. And he said he would be having like the same waiter all the time. And like the waiter kind of caught on was looking at him like, damn, y'all's with a different bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like Richard, he still kept his same game. Yeah, so he linked he linked with some Mexican bitch on Tinder. And they went to a, a Mexican restaurant in Inglewood. And I'm like, why are you gonna take a Mexican bitch to a Mexican restaurant? You <laughs> <laughs> like go somewhere else. And then he said there was like some some like Salsa social or something. I'm like, bro, you are like that's kind of like like racist and shit. You gonna take a Mexican bitch to a, re- a Mexican restaurant and then y'all going to a salsa social? So hopefully his black ass is over salsa dancing right now and he can salsa dance in some Mexican pussy. <laughs> He's wild. That motherfucker said, yeah, cause he he said he was like. He said he's gonna take us somewhere to get some margaritas or some shit. I said, where? I said, where are you gonna get some margaritas at? He's like, I don't even know yet. I said, man, you telling these bitches you gonna do all this shit? And you don't even know where you gonna go. But yeah, he found the salsa shit, and they somewhere in Inglewood eating Mexican food. So good luck to him. We got to hit him up in a little bit. See how everything is. But I was just hoping. I was like, man, I hope this bitch don't stun on his ass, but. She didn't stunt. And like she like she lived out there where my ex used to live at and shit. Yeah, Damn. but but I think she had to come out to LA for some little shit. So yeah. They they linked up and they doing what they do. So good luck to them, man. You have a little fling. I know. Shit. Hopefully he can keep that shit up when he uh when he linked back up with her, when he come back out here and shit, yeah. he can get it in. But yeah, people, that's about all we got for y'all tonight. This is a little light episode, you know. We just clowning and shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit has been uh, going on in my personal life. It's been about two weeks since I put an episode out. A lot of shit's been going on. We'll have to talk about that another day. But I just want to say for all my peoples out there who genuinely got. Love and support for me. I just want to say I love and I support y'all too. Everything in life that y'all want, I want y'all to have that shit. If you have a dream, if you have a goal, I want you to go for it. Like I said, everything positive in life, I want you to have it. I'm sending fresh vibes to y'all. Good health, good wealth, good energy, positivity. For all you Bitches out there that be lying on me. We're going to talk about that shit on the next episode. For y'all that be lying on me, making up allegations and rumors for everybody that be talking shit, that want to see me do bad. 
I just want to say, fuck y'all, eat a dick, die slow. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm Mr. GQ. And I want y'all to have a toxic daddy summer. And maybe this winter or maybe this spring, you might just chill and find you somebody in for your life. But for this summer, ain't nothing but toxicity. Y'all stay fresh. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.